Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Kaiju Conversation. And as always, joining me today, my co-host... Haxorzilla. How are you doing today, Haxor? I'm doing good. That's good. Um, have you seen any recent news or anything that might be interesting or exciting? Uh, no. Hmm, okay. Uh, of course, uh... We heard about SDCC a little bit ago, but that's not what this episode will entirely be about. Uh, but recently we found out details of the Pacific Rim, Rim anime, so I figure it's perfect time to discuss Pacific Rim. Uh, now, before we get started, we may come back to this series as a commentary or something, but for now we will just discuss the franchise. Um. To start us off, I guess, Haxor, uh, if you would like to talk about Pacific Rim uh, and put your thoughts of the first original classic. Well, I like the monster action, but I really don't like the humans. Yeah, I can and agree with that. And the story is kind of dumb. <laughs> I mean, it, it did give what it was supposed to. Giant monsters fighting giant robots. But, I mean... At Pacific Rim, I guess that's like a perfect example. Would you want the MonsterVerse to head down a tunnel with such as how Pacific Rim kind of executed itself? Mm, I'd be okay with mechs and aliens. It's not really in the same way. I gotcha. So story element-wise and characters and all that, definitely not, correct? Yeah. I can see that. I, I can kind of agree with that, too. Um, so, could you elaborate on what was so good about the m action, like the well, monster? It, it was just stuff? realistic, and, like, you could feel the weight of them walking around. I do recall in the commentary for that, uh, Guillermo del Toro did talk about how scale was a huge factor in this in his movie and I think we can both agree that it went pretty well yeah. um okay uh so uh you brought up oh uh what did you think of the soundtrack for Pacific Rim I liked some of them but some of them I didn't like yeah, it's it's either you love some of the songs or you hate them. But I do have to say, I did enjoy majority of the soundtrack. Uh, do you know specific tracks that were pretty good to you, and then some that you kind of hated? Well, I like the one. Uh, well, I like Gypsy Danger's name, and that's the only really one I know the name of. I gotcha. Now I I know there's a song called Drift that either that a lot of people hate. What's your standing on that song? No idea what song that is. I don't recognize it was, the names. It was played at the end credits. It was the uh I I don't I, know how I, to I describe can't remember it. it. Oh well it, it it was it's in short it's very controversial it's either you love it or you hate it and nine times out of ten you hate the song so yeah but uh i know what are some criticisms of the original pacific rim you have the characters were bland uh could you elaborate on how the characters were bland i just didn't really like them there was just something about them do you think they had enough character depth and development, or do you feel like they could have been added on? Uh, the depth was okay with, uh, the guy having his brother die in the beginning. Yeah. Uh, now, I, I personally, I enjoyed the characters. Uh, I felt like the casting was a very strong cast. You had Idarius Elba... Charlie Hunan, or I can't pronounce it. Uh, of course, you had 
Charlie Day, who... Oh, yeah, I liked him. I love Charlie Day in that movie. He's like a nerd that would be in real life, except in a fictional world with giant monsters. But, um, maybe you could just give us a little bit on how and what you feel about Pacific Rim. Kind of like... Because, I mean, I think we can both agree that it was the rebirth of giant monsters. Yeah, it's what kickstarted it. But I believe King, uh, 2014 was being made before. Like, we learned about Pacific Rim. Yes. Because if I recall, 2014 was actually in development since 2008. Yeah. And then we got the concept trailer in 2012, which I have to say, I love that trailer. Whenever we discuss 2014, I'm bringing that trailer up. Uh, And then... After 2012, it went dormant for two years, and we got Pacific Rim in 2013. But I, do you think Guillermo del Toro executed what it should have been? Or yes. if you had made the movie, what would have you done differently? Yeah. Just, I, I don't really know. Okay. My mind's kind of blinking right now. <laughs> Um, so, I know this is kind of a dumb question, because I think we all know the answer, but what was your favorite Jaeger in the first one? Um, probably, I'd say Romeo Blue from the opening. I gotcha, yeah. That, that, I do really like that one. Um... So, real quick, what were the Jaegers in it? You had Gypsy Danger, Striker Eureka, Crimson Tide, Romeo Blue, uh, what was the Russian one? Uh, Channel Alpha. Yeah, and then, what, uh, there's, wasn't there like two others in the opening? Yeah, Romeo Blue and, um... There was one that started with an H. I can't remember. Yeah. And there was a uh, there was a white one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't know which one it was, but Neca has a brown one, and I have that. And for I can't think of the name of it for the. Yeah, life that's the of one me. that starts with the H. I think. So you know, we had a decent, pretty decent amount of giant monster or giant robots in the movie. Yeah. And I I can say that I really like this, but when Guillermo del Toro was making the movie, he made sure and made it look kind of patchwork, how everything wasn't crisp and clean, which I do think the sequel kind of messed up on. Do you like that aspect, that it was a grunge, dirty look? Or do yeah, you prefer I, I more? liked it. Yeah. I, it kind of gave it more of an old-school feel to me, almost. Yeah. But, uh, let's see, um, and then, of course, the kaiju, which... I, what, I love the kaiju. Yeah, I do, too. They, the designs for them were great, and, uh, what, what was your favorite kaiju? I'd say either Raiju, Slattern, or Scunner. Ah. Uh. Okay, so I always call it the Queen, but what was the big kaiju at the end that was with Scunner and the other one? Slatter? The category six or five? Yeah. Okay, Slatter. I, I can I couldn't remember that one for some reason. Um, and then let's see, what were all the kaiju in it? You had Axe Head. Hey, right, there's the, there's trespasser, um, Onibaba, um, knifehead, Otachi, leatherback. There were two others in the um, opening. I'm trying to think of them. Um, 
I can't remember. But there was also uh, Gunner, Raiju, and Slatter. Okay. Uh, so you listed off your favorite ones. Did you like how Itachi was pregnant, or did that kind of feel a little? Yeah, I, I liked that. I I liked it. It just I kind it kind of felt a little out of place. Like why weren't any of the others pregnant? Eh. If you kind of get what I mean. Well, I think all the others were male. That makes sense. Um, and real quick, may I just say I love that end credit scene with Ron Perlman. Yeah. I just love that. Um, oh, we were talking about characters earlier. What did you think about Ron Perlman? I liked him. Would you say he was your favorite character, or did you prefer... No. I think Charlie Day was better. I agree there. I feel like it might... Excuse me, it might go Charlie Day, Idarius Elba, and then Ron Perlman. I think, I'm not sure. But, what are some general thoughts you have for Pacific? It's it's a decent movie. Okay. Uh, and I'm just trying to not have to worry about thinking about the other movie that we're going to have to discuss oh, here God. soon. Oh, <laughs> God. Uh, did you, wasn't there a tie-in comic book for the first one? Yeah, but I don't really remember much of it. I don't either, I was, I was curious if you had it or not. Um. So, would you say the special effects in the movie was really good for the time, or yeah, what did it, you the, think? the um the CGI for Pacific Room was great. I can agree with that statement. Like the mo uh, giant monster movies have always had great CGI. Well, uh, <laughs> well, modern uh, day, true. Most. I mean. I was gonna say, I know of a movie from South Korea from nineteen ninety nine. Like legendary, legendary. Movies. Yeah, yeah, I got gotcha. you. I mean, let's see. So you had Pacific Rim, Pacific Rim Uprising, Rampage, The Meg, Godzilla, King of the Monsters, twenty fourteen, uh, Kong. Uh, am I forgetting any modern Godzilla twenty fourteen and King of the Monsters? Yeah. And I, I can agree that all of those really had good special effects, except one of them was a little unrealistic. Yeah. We'll have to bring up. Uh, I was going to bring up something, and now I can't remember what it was. Uh. So, the overall story was pretty unique for its time, don't you agree? Yeah. Like I, yeah. Aliens coming from the sea, that's pretty cool. And I never thought about that, that it was going to be aliens from the sea. And I think they addressed that at the beginning. Yeah, they, they did say that in the opening for exposition. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but I just thought this was a, uh, touching moment, but at the end, I do believe they say, in loving memory of Ishiro Honda, Ray Harryhausen, like, Tony I can't, Okutuna. I can't remember if they did or not. I, I know they put a loving memory of somebody, and I think it was those guys, but I always thought that was so nice that Guillermo del Toro did that. Yeah. And I just... I know some people weren't happy that he won an Oscar for Shape of Water. I just feel like he deserves an Oscar. For everything he's done, he definitely does. Yeah. And I and also, I like how Pacific Rim is um, recognized by a lot of other people. Yes, yes. 
it kind of went mainstream, and I enjoyed that aspect. Generally, I think we can both agree that when it comes to giant monster movies, if a lot of people recognize it and talk about it, that's like such an awesome thing, because it's like, oh my god, we're being noticed. Our our genre and fan base is actually being talked about. Yeah. Unlike Star Wars that does it like every other morning talk show or evening talk show. But, uh... Is there anything you want people to know about Pacific Rim that you personally think? <sighs> it's great if you wanted to see big monsters fight. I can agree with that. I think that it was very genre... Like, it knew what it was, and it decided, well, I'll do this. I think we can agree with that? Yeah. Uh, so, uh, have we... Let's see, so we've talked about the uh, soundtrack, special effects... Um, oh, I was going to bring up the rain. A lot of people hated that there was rain in every single, uh, scene. Were you a, one of those people that was upset about that, or what's your standing no, with that? No, I, did, I didn't really mind. I, and I think both of us understand that the reason why there's rain is so that, apparently, so the CGI looks better. But, yeah. But I didn't mind um, it. I didn't either. I honestly feel like it gives Pacific Rim more of a feeling in a different tone than some monster movies. Now that's starting to become more accustomed to what they do, but at that time it was kind of weird to see it like that. And I think we can both agree, though, that uh, we hate the DVD transfer because we were talking about rain, and then I remembered how dark the transfer is. Yeah. What is it with Warner Brothers and their bad transfers? Uh, so... I'm trying to think, is there anything else we... Oh, I was going to ask, have you seen the uh, atrocious... Uh, mock-off Atlantic Rim? Uh, Atlantic Rim what? Have you seen that? The Atlantic Rim Asylum movie? Oh, uh, no, I have not. I, I haven't either. I'm kind of afraid to see what they did. Now, yeah. correct Correct me if I'm wrong, but in Godzilla King of the Monsters, they, like, bring up the Pacific Rim or something. Am I right? Um, I, I think I remember that. Whenever that... Do you think that was a nod to Pacific Rim, the franchise, or do you think that was there because of, oh, we have to have this in the story, or do you kind of feel like they chose... It was just thing? a nod. Yeah. Um, so... I'm trying to think, is there anything else we should cover with the original Pacific Rim? Do you have anything? Mm. No, I don't think so. Okay. Uh, well then, I guess we'll, uh, we'll move on to a movie that most of us kind of want to forget about. So, if you don't know what we're referring to, it is the clo- Oh, sorry, wrong franchise. Uh, Pacific Rim Uprising. Uh, Haxor, would you like to start us off with everything wrong with this movie? <laughs> uh, just the characters and the- just horrible. And the so tone characters. is just lost. Yeah. Uh, well, let's start off with maybe positive stuff. Uh, uh, I, there's, it's gonna be hard to come up with positive things, because this movie's awful. But, uh, 
what did you think about the what kaiju there were in the movie? There were um, Shrikethorn, Raijin, Hakuma, Mega Kaiju, and yeah. if you count him, uh, uh, Obsidian Fury. Uh, let's see. So you had the three main ones, Obsidian Fury. I don't know if I would count him, but. Wasn't there a kaiju that came through the breach but never actually got to oh, yeah. the other side? Yeah, it was shown briefly and then died. Yeah. Uh, were you upset about that, that they kind of said, screw kaiju, we're going to have mech versus mech? Yeah. It was lacklusting. I agree with that. And that's really what people went to the Pacific Rim movie to see, with a giant monster and a robot. Oh, real quick, I I forgot about this and I was going to bring it up. I know both of us uh, sat and listened to, or watched, Neon Genesis Evangelion. Uh, have you completed that series yet? Um, not yet. Okay, but after watching it, I don't know about you, but I see a very, very simula big similarity to Pacific Rim. Into uh, Evangelion. Do you as well? Yeah, from what I've seen of it. Yeah. Um. So, anyway, back to Pacific Rim Uprising. Uh. So the kaiju were lackluster. What about the Jaegers, in your opinion? I like the Jaegers. I do, I do like the designs and the sleekness, but I kind of feel like it lost, like you said, the tone of there. This is still a primitive technolo technology, still trying to build it. So, what? Okay, so you had Gypsy Avenger, Saber Athena. I'm I'm blanking right now. Ah. Uh, um, I, Obsidian Fury, of course, uh, uh, you're gonna have to help me out here. I cannot I'm think I'm of them. I'm trying to think, too. <laughs> um. Uh, there's the one with the whips, uh, there's one with the weird, uh, right, boulder hand. left, yeah, boulder hands. Uh, there was one at the beginning. Uh, there was the trash heap little miniature one. Bracer Phoenix. Bracer Phoenix, that's one, yes. Uh, that was the one with the boulder, right? Oh, yeah, and in the beginning, there was, uh, there was, uh, November Ajax. Yes. And then, wasn't there, like, three that were destroyed, like, immediately and never got to see, like, activeness? Yeah, I'm, try I'm trying to think of them. Um, Titan well, Redeemer was the one with the big hand. Yeah, Titan Redeemer. And Guardian Bravo was the one with the whips. That's it, yes. Uh, real quick, while Haxor, I don't know if you want to think about the other three, uh, real quick, but this shows that this movie is, like, horrible. We can't even remember any of these names yeah. off the top of and our the head. The only scene I really remember from the movie was the part where they were leaving and then the Troll song, where this was like on the screen. I'm trying to. And then for some reason, the scene that I remember a lot is the part where, uh, I forget, J John Boyega was getting ice cream. God, just uh, scenes like that made me hate the movie. Yes. Uh, while you're, while we talked about John Boyega. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot. Oh. In Pacific Rim, there was also, um, Mudavor and Hardship. Those, those were other kaiju. That's right, yep. And the white one was named Tacit Ronin. And there's also Coyote Tango. Um hmm. Strike Eureka. I don't I don't remember if you mentioned that. I, and the I one I was have. thinking of, the brown one on your shelf is Horizon Brave. Yes, that's it, that's right. That, um that that one's my favorite Jaeger. I I enjoyed how the Jaegers they didn't look the same. They were very unique. Mm-hmm. 
By the way, we kind of reverted back to Pacific Rim because we want to talk about that movie a lot more. Yeah, alright, let's go back to <laughs> Uprising. Uh, so, you brought up John Boyega. Uh, He's a horrible what, actor. What What were the other characters in the movie? Uh, um, you had, you had the Charlie girl Day? Built, you had the girl who built the uh, Scrapper. Yeah, that that one. Uh, and then you had Makomori. Mm-hmm, who died in, died. Like, the first hour. I know, right? You shouldn't have killed one of your best characters off like that. Uh. You have the army guy who does, who's, like... Yeah, Clint Eastwood's son. I don't is remember his name. Is? I think it is. I think. Oh, God. Oh. What are the characters of this movie? Uh, then there was a bunch of teenagers, right? There was, like, a Russian and, like, I think a Chinese, a Chinese person. Yeah. Oh, and then there was Newt. We didn't even mention Newt. I forgot about him. I love his character. Yeah, He's the, the perfect bad opposite. Guy. Wait, huh? Wait, no, I'm thinking of someone else. No, Charlie. Newt. Newt. Charlie Newt was, yeah, two different people. Wait, hold on, hold on. I think Newt is Charlie Day. Yeah, because the other guy had a different name. Hold on. His oh, name was that's right. Gottlieb. Yeah, Gottlieb. I love Gottlieb. He's the perfect 180 from Charlie Day's. And Scott Eastwood's name is um, his name was uh, Lambert, I think. Yeah, I'm not. Gonna and yeah, remember his, that. his dad. His dad is Clint Eastwood. Oh. Okay, yes, real so quick. So you know your He's son's a failure. When he's in Pacific Rim <laughs> Uprising, and then you're in, like, this amazing movie, uh, The Good, The Bad, The Ugly. Yes, I was about to say, uh, Scott is, like, light years behind his dad in when it comes to being a good actor. Mm-hmm. There uh, were a lot so, of Chinese people in this movie. <laughs> Not to be I, racist. I, I, to ramble... This, again, this is one of the most Chinese-American movies I've ever seen, but we'll talk about that here in a moment when I... I, I feel like in every episode, I'm going to start ranting for five minutes, or at least 20. Yeah, and the last uh, one you started ranting about Mechanicon. Uh, yeah, I think... Wait, no, that'll come out after, but... I rant about Mechanicon for like seven hours, so get ready for that. <laughs> uh -huh. So, let's see, uh, we've talked about... Oh yeah, there were the Kaiju Jaeger droids. Oh, that's right, those were a thing, for some odd reason. Uh, plot devices, I think. Uh, wait, was there a plot? There uh, was no plot. <laughs> I'm sure. Uh, okay, uh... Uh, where did... Where did Obs Obsidian Fury come from again? He was just randomly there. Like, he was oh, built wait. by, um... The Chinese he's... Charlie Day, yeah. 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 Uh, so that's a the thing. The fact we keep re referring to them as Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> Should I just get on my rant now? Yeah. I mean, okay. So, as I've... I think I've talked about this earlier in another episode. The laws from China and how an American movie can be in China, very strict. And now that it appears that those will be getting worse with China maybe backing out of the American market even more. But you have to have a Chinese actor, has to take place in China sometime in the movie, have a Chinese uh, distribute, or production company, and it has to be appropriate. China. China, yes. Uh, and that's what Pacific Rim really tried to cater to, was the Chinese box office. The whole movie, except for the final fight, takes place in China. Am I right, I think? Yeah, most of it. Most of it takes Either place in China. Either that or Japan. I know the final fight was in Japan, which I do have to say, I love that aspect. Is I it bad that, that awesome. their most interesting-looking kaiju is the dead one? <laughs> uh, 
I could agree to that. I mean, I think we can both agree that Mega Kaiju kind of was lackluster. He was overwhelming. Yes. And wait, wasn't there weird like robot android kaiju that connected them together? Yeah, those weren't really kaiju though. They were just kind of like tiny robots. And the marketing for the movie was horrible. Like the trailer song and then like I hate the, that. And the fact that it showed everything of the final fight cuz the mm-hmm. entire rest of the movie was just all boring. Exposition. Ding. I feel like the movie tried to be something it it couldn't. It tried to be a Gundam. Yes, exactly. It tried to be Gundam. That's a perfect example. And now I know Travis Denight or who did the guy who did Daredevil did this movie, and I think his name's Travis Denight, but I might be thinking of the guy that directed Bumblebee. But uh. He, this was his first big budget movie, if I recall. Before this, he had done, like, Daredevil. All the, he was a part of all the Marvel streaming shows. And Also, the ending makes no sense on how they kill Mega Kaiju. Like, they should have died, because, like, they were dropping down from a high altitude, and the window was open. True, they probably should have died. I don't think that movie followed the laws of physics at all. Yeah. But, uh... Anyway, uh... I don't remember what else. Laws of physics, okay, everybody. Rule one. Your Jaeger should not be able to fly in the air. Rule number two. Your Jaeger should not be moving 50 miles an hour. It should be a lot slower. Rule number three. This movie sucks. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we can, we could probably spend five hours just crapping all over this movie. It's awful. Um, Haxor, do you, you can take it away on stuff you hate, and then I'll go back through and. Okay, well, off as the I list. said before, the characters, yes. the lack of monster action, like the first one had. The designs of the monsters weren't as memorable. And the marketing was horrible. I hated the song, and I hated how much they showed. Like, they showed, like, the entire ending. Because their yes. movie is too boring to show anything else. And it, it tried to be really funny, but it just failed miserably. Mm-hmm. I don't think it was self-aware. I think that was its main problem. Yeah. Like, it was trying to take itself seriously. Like, well, some parts I like, yeah. like Obsidian Fury and Mega Kaiju. Like, I want a figure of Mega Kaiju. Um, if anyone's listening out there, make it happen. <laughs> um, and then the way he dies is kind of just... Ugh. Like, like when Gypsy was falling from the sky, it didn't, I didn't really feel like the stakes were high. Because mm-hmm. you know they're going to live. Yeah. And real quick, didn't they just rehash the whole ending of the first one again? Yeah, they did. I mean, thinking about it, Gypsy Danger was falling down the breach with the bomb. Except that one actually had a small bit of a stake. Will he make Mm -hmm. it out in time? This one, Gypsy Adventure is falling down. And there's a robot everybody remembers that's small that's obviously going to be the one that saves everyone. As a kaiju walks to a big gaping hole known as Mount Fuji. And they both blow up. Yeah. Oh, God. Uh, anyways, you were uh, ranting, Raiji, or Haxor. <laughs> I think that's uh, about it. Uh... I know that the CGI was still decent, but I don't know about you, but it's something was off-putting about it. Yeah, and they were moving around way too quickly. The scale was definitely lost in the sequel. But I I do wish that Uprising could have been such an amazing movie. 
Yeah. I mean, if it had, we could have had seven more Pacific Rims. Like, they could do a lot with the franchise. But they kind of feel... just killed it. Yeah. I, I wonder know if that... the anime will redeem it. Yes, and we will discuss that here in a moment. Um, so... We talked about how scale was lost. Uh, CGI was awful. Did you have something you were going to say? Oh, no, I was just yawning. Ah. Uh, scale was lost, CGI was a little wonky, characters are very unrememberable. Uh, I honestly... Oh, oh yeah, Lambert, because you had said that name. Uh, other than that, I really couldn't have thought about a brand new original. Uh, and I agree with you, the casting for this movie was not very good. The, the reason why John Boyega got this role was because... Star Wars. Star Wars, yeah. They and they couldn't get them to watch the movie, obviously. Uh, so... Okay, so we've discussed that. Uh, I feel like movies do better when they don't have, like, a very, like, recognizable cast. Yes, or they find a way to give... Because the cast members can only be as good as the writing, the script. Yeah. And the script writers for this movie didn't know what they were doing. I don't believe they did. Yeah, the tones keep shifting, like, every five minutes. Yeah. It, it was just... It could have turned out really good. And I'm, I'm watching the final battle. And when he's like, it's trying to have the stakes high. John Boyega is yelling at them to give it everything they can. I can't just help but laugh at it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, uh, what's some good thing? Oh, real quick, I hated the score for the movie. Yeah, I don't even remember there even being music. I know they brought back the theme for one scene, and it was a remix, and it just, yeah, I was very I angry. Because I'm like, that's such an amazing, a, a, like, main theme. And it was just, I was very upset that that's what they ended up doing. Mm-hmm. Um... Anyway, what else were you going to say? Um, I think that's about it. Okay, um... Music, like I said. Um, oh yeah, what's some good things about the movie? Um, I really like Obsidian Fury and Mega Kaiju. Probably my two I favorite agree. things about the movie. I, I and, do and enjoy... I... To be truthful, he was I better... did not... He was better in Pacific Rim 1, but he was okay in this. I agree. I agree with that. Uh, it was kind of do... dark that they were killing kids. Yeah, it was. Uh, did you... I know personally, I didn't see Charlie Day's character like the kind of person that he was going to change sides, but were you kind of surprised at that? Not really. I, I mean, just... kind of, but I kind of guessed. Yeah. I mean, let's be honest here. They're trying to make it so a Chinese market likes the movie, and I doubt seeing the Chinese as the bad guys was going to make people want to go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, so... Oh! Uh, I do, I really do like, uh, Obsidian Fury. I thought he was a really good idea. Yeah, and I also just like the design. Yes, I agree. It's probably my favorite Jaeger out of any of them. Even from mm -hmm. the first. I don't know if it would be better than the first, but I do have to say I really did enjoy that design. Uh, oh, there was... Were were you a little upset that whenever they included drifting in this movie, they're like, 
anybody can be a person that drifts. You just gotta yeah, believe. Yeah, in the first movie, they kind of like made it seem like it's hard to do it. Yes, and I was like, that kind of just ruins the whole idea. You have to find these people. They have to be drift compatible. They just, you know, it kind of yeah. retcons some of the great, unique, amazing stuff about the original. Um, now, I do want to say I did like the Easter eggs that were thrown in there, such as... Yeah, with the, the Gundam Easter egg, and on the computer screen, having all those Toho Kaiju. Yes, I love that. That's... That was... Those are some of the, my favorite parts in the movie, is those Easter eggs. Because yeah. I'm like, I understand that reference. And, real quick, I do and just... I understand I, that reference. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, this is very off-topic from Pacific Rim. It's Godzilla-related. But I was reading uh, a meme the uh, today. It was in the Twitter feed. And uh, uh, it was... Uh, it said, Godzilla King of the Monsters. No, it said, fans watching Godzilla King of the Monsters. And then it had Captain America saying, I understood that reference. And I love that, because I'm like, that's exactly what it was. Seeing all those references, I'm like, I understood that reference. Oh my god, that's, I know where that's from, you know? And I think we both can agree that's what we were like. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh... But, but the humor in the movie was just really badly, like, set. Yes. Like, during, like, when they're fighting, they make little quippy jokes, but then... It, I, I wish it could have been like how it was in Pacific Rim 1. Like, for example, when Dipsy Danger was finished killing um, Leatherback, he, um, they said, uh, maybe we should check for Pulse, and then they shoot him a couple times and it explodes, and he says, no Pulse. Like, that's I, comedy well done. Yes, it, they did not execute it well in this one, but... Moments like that made the first one very memorable. I love that scene. Uh, yeah, I, I gotta go back and rewatch the first one. I do too. And I do... See, guys, you're listening at home. We do not want to talk about Pacific Rim Uprising. We want to talk about the first one. Uh, I found it funny how, like, Oh, this thing has a sword? I didn't know that. I totally yeah, why don't did they pilot use that before? it. I know, but I have to say that was so awesome seeing Gypsy slice Otachi like that. That was really cool. Mm -hmm. But again, my main gripe with the first movie is kind of like how boring some of the parts is and the characters are kind of bland. Yeah. Um, really, the, the characters, the story, like you it's said... It's kind of boring. It is... Uh, to I can kind of see where you're going there. Uh, I mean, personally, I do like the story to a certain extent. I feel like it should have been built off a little bit more. Well, yeah, but, yeah. But, um... Watching this clip makes me want to get the NECA or leather back. And I do want to bring that up. I love the action figures for the first yeah. one. NECA did a great job, even though every time I bought one... When I opened the package, they were broken, so I had to go back and get new ones, which Well, when I, I got my that. Scunner, he was, like, like perfect. Really? He's been good to me ever since. For, I, in, uh, the episode before this one, our Stephen Toy Reviews episode, uh, we talk about create, uh, quality control, and... Personally, whenever I had my NECA Pacific Rim figures, it seemed like every other one was like one joint fell off or a joint broke or one hinge isn't connected. And it sucked because I'm like, I want these figures. They're so awesome. But I had to return almost all of them because they were all broken. Oh. Which kind of sucks now. And... But I, I enjoyed them. I really thought they were awesome. I wish I could have got the Itachi. I love all the Jaegers. And yeah. then you come to Pacific Rim Uprising, and they yank their licenses from NECA, and they're like, Hey, Diamond and SH, you guys want to make our figure? And 
I will say that SH Monsters did a fair job. I like their Jaegers. Wait, they didn't, they didn't make the figures? Bandai just made them. It wasn't SH Monsters. Well, it was the SH brand. It was only made by Bandai. Well, isn't SH a uh, subdivision of Bandai? Well, yeah, but it wasn't made by, like, SH Monsters. Hmm. Well, it, it just reminds me a lot of them. It's probably not as detailed, but it was still... It's the cheaper end of what an SH would be, I think. Yeah. But I, I like their Jaeger figures. They did great. Uh, their one Kaju kind of sucks, because it had arm articulation, and that's it. Yeah. And it kind of was awful. Um, what what figure were you talking about? Uh, it was the one. It's bipedal. Uh, it's got the large mouth. Uh, uh Otachi? Got... No, no. This is for uprising. Oh, short uh, uh, probably. To be who's honest, my, I don't. Who's my favorite kaiju out of all of them? Yeah, and then Diamond well, besides, Select... Well, besides, uh, Mega Kaiju. Yeah. And then Diamond Select, they did, uh, like, seven Jaegers. And from what I've seen, they're not as good. They're ex what you would expect from Diamond when it comes to the figures. And then, of course, uh, I've seen their, uh... What's the one that begins with an R for Uprising? Rising. Yeah, I saw that, so I'm going to get that. But yeah. they all looked modest and decent, but they weren't as cool as what NECA did. But and I did think it was pretty cool to see the NECA figures in uh, the, you know, in... Uh, I'm I'm blanking right now in the movie, but it just I kind of felt like, well, why can't we get more NECAs, you know? Yeah. Uh, I really wish NECA made more figures from the first line, like Raiju. I know yes. someone who would love one of those. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. Um. So let's see. Uh, we've, I think we've touched on everything for Uprising, haven't we? Uh, yeah, I think so. Okay, well, um, now we're going to move on to the anime, and then we will discuss what the future could hold. Now, granted, the anime is the future, but we know now, that's is happening. This, is this anime taking place, like, through Uprising? Uh, I believe so. I believe it takes place after Uprising. Oh God, it's going to run for... It doesn't have John Boyega. I know oh, that. Oh, awesome. Uh, at least good. from what I remember. It's already better than Uprising. <laughs> uh, I know for a fact that it's going to run for two seasons. Hopefully it will be on Netflix. Seasons. Hopefully, yes. It will premiere in 2020. Uh, it will follow... Two siblings, as they, like, use it. Ba it's a basically Pacific Rim 1, uh, Jaeger's fighting Kaiju, and that's the whole series, what it's going to be about. At least the first season, uh, and, you know, definitely that's basically better. it. It's definitely going to be better, and I feel like Uprising basically said... Hey, this should be an anime, not live action, because we can't do good anymore. And so I think that's why they switched to anime. Mm hmm But, uh, are you excited? And what do you think will be in the anime? Mm. Well, I think Kaiju will be in it. Yeah, I, I think so too. I think there's a but strong we'll possibility. I think we'll get to see more of um, the aliens in their world. I hope that they do do that, because I think it would be a lot better. Yeah. Because they did say they were going to take the flight to them. Yeah. 
I now real quick, didn't they? Because the end credit scene of Uprising basically said, "Hey, there's gonna be more of these," and then it bombed. Wasn't there? I think they said like they were gonna do another trilogy if Uprising did well. God. I think I might be wrong there, but I think what they might do instead now is they're going to make this a two-series anime, and then the Pacific Rim IP might be. But we'll talk about that here in a minute. But, uh, what do you want them to especially do? Like, do you want them to go with the Gundam approach, or more of a no. Neon Genesis? More of a Neon Genesis, I'd say. Yeah. Um, I mean, is there any... I, it's kind of hard to talk about something that we don't know hardly anything about. Uh, is there any specul... Oh, they they also announced the showrunner, and I can't think of who it is. I might... I'm going to look that up real quick, but... Oh, uh, I just saw the tweet you were talking about. Earlier about the references? Yeah. Uh, okay, I'm gonna look that up. Uh, while I'm looking that up, Haxor, uh, tell us about why Pacific Rim Uprising sucks. Wait, didn't, didn't I already tell you? Uh, we need more. People need well, to realize I, I how awful this is. I can't really think of anything else. Everything. Everything. Yeah, let's, let's just go with that. Everything about me. And my fingers okay. are falling asleep. This is lovely. Okay, so here's what we know. The Netflix anime adaptation of Pacific Rim will hit the streaming service sometime next year. Uh, it will run for at least two seasons. Uh, it'll be centered around a pair of siblings who take charge... If a Jaeger that's been abandoned, uh, try to find their missing... Uh, they're probably gonna meet some kaiju along the way. Uh, it, that's basically I think that's an understatement. It. Define understatements. I think they'll meet a lot of kaiju along the way. I, yeah. Uh, I'm checking... Uh, and it was announced at the a Anime Expo. Uh, do, do. Uh, I'm just making sure that there's nothing else new. And like I said, Sirius is a joint project by Legendary Pictures and Polygon Pictures, which, that's not good at all. Yeah. <laughs> the Godzilla, yeah. <laughs> the whole anime trilogy. <laughs> Uh, so I'm very, very, uh, horrified to what that'll be. Uh, however, they did confirm that Craig Kyle and Greg Johnson, who have worked on the, who have worked on Wolverine, the X-Men, and X-Men Evolution, uh, which are animated series, that this is one of the biggest budget anime series I've had the pleasure of working on. And I think it speaks to the commitment of Netflix and Legendary. So, yeah. Uh, part of me wants to get excited, and a part of me wants to say, Oh God, what are we going to get ourselves into? Uh, do you kind of agree with that, Haxor? What's your standings on it? Eh, I agree. I mean... I believe Legendary and Netflix could do it well, but the fact that it's got Polygon really frightens me. Yeah. I, I hope that they don't go with an anime uh, style uh, as Ultraman. I hope they go for more of a Neon Genesis kind of style, because I feel like it would fit that a lot more. Uh, but what do you think about styles for the anime? Yeah, I like them. Now, I will just say right now, I'm not a fan of anime. I don't watch it. 
I've sat through one series. I couldn't finish Ultraman, and I kind of forced myself oh, to I, watch I the Godzilla it. anime. So I, I feel, I, I'm gonna be honest. Like I'm not even like making this a joke. I fell asleep during Planet of the Monsters and City on the Edge of Battle. I think I stayed up, and I had like. I didn't, but I had like seven five-hour energies. Just get me through that. No, I I just I think I forced myself, and I got very bored very quick. So you I know. probably fell asleep because I was tired at the time of watching. And I I'm with you there. Like I'll generally when I watch something, I won't fall asleep, but. If I do fall asleep, that means there's something wrong with it, or I'm dead tired. So, I mean, that could show. I mean, personally, City on the Edge of Battle is the worst Godzilla movie of all time. And, uh, yeah, that's not good at all. Yeah. Hopefully, Pacific Rim will be a lot better. Than upright or than uprising and the trilogy of Godzilla movies. Hopefully. Mm. I I feel like because I mean it's basically 100% true that mechs are better for giants for anime than giant monsters are, and that's because mechs kind of are treated differently. So hopefully, uh, like okay. <laughs> There was this tweet, it said, Mario is dead. The fifth image you saved is what killed him. And the fifth image I have saved is our logo. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, uh, do you have any comments you, you want to bring up about the anime? <sighs> I don't hate it. I also don't love it. I mean, it's done. We don't really have to worry about it no more. It's it's coming on. Yeah. So, uh, since we've discussed the anime to as much as we can now, uh, I guess we'll move this on to conclude our discussion for this week. What could the future of Pacific Rim hold? Uh, Haxor, do you have any definite, like, it better do this, or what's your thought? Uh, no, I don't think so. Okay, I know we forgot to mention these, but yes, there was a uh, tie-in comic for Uprising also, I believe, but I don't know what it was. Do you recall? Um... I was going to say Pacific Rim Awakening, but that's the Godzilla comic. <laughs> I, I, I honestly can't remember. To, everybody forgot Uprising. There's nothing in it that's worth any. But, uh... And then, there was a video game license for uh, Pacific Rim 1 that I do believe is still available. So, there might be one or two of them. Um, and I do feel like it could work as a video game. I feel like if they made, like, seven brand new kaiju, like, have a Godzilla Save the Earth-esque gameplay, or Unleashed, or any of those. Do you kind of see that, or what do you think they could do game-wise? Um, maybe, like, something like... Ma. Uh... I actually don't know. Hmm. Uh, and then... I mean, who knows, really? Like like I said, who knows what will happen with this anime? I think if this anime fails, uh, we can say goodbye to Pacific. Mm hmm I just don't know if they I have... I figures for this. I do too. I really do. I think that it sh they definitely should have some figures. Um, and then comic books. I feel like they could do a comic book series also. 
which especially if the anime fails and they don't go the game route whatsoever they they could easily contact legendary has their own comic book uh subdivision they could easily do a pacific rim extended series comic book run uh so you know uh, that's always possible uh I'm trying to think. Uh, I video games. Guillermo del Toro to come back. I would love to see Guillermo del Toro come back for Pacific Rim 3 if they did that. That would be perfect. I know he was going to come back for Uprising, and then he got but, scheduling problems with no, Shape he, of Water. He, he, I think what happened is he got bored and went to make Shape of Probably. And let's be honest here. It was either do a movie for fun or get a, a Best Picture Oscar. And I think he'd rather get the Best Picture. But, uh... I, the movie didn't... I just... the I know we have crapped on Uprising a lot because it deserves it, but... The movie went through a lot of problems. It got postponed multiple times. It got a name change multiple times. It was very... Uh, it was not the greatest during production. It was kind of... Oh, here's a little bit more to add on to what's going on. And here's a little bit else, you know. Yeah. Anyway... Uh, so, let's see, uh, we've discussed... Is that about it? Uh, I think, is there anything else you could see the Pacific Rim franchise going no, for? No, uh, like, like I, both of us said, Guillermo del Toro coming back would be awesome. Uh, I know he's a fan of anime, so if he could come back, especially after the anime, or even do a anime like, direct one of them. I think that'd be really awesome. He, I definitely think that Guillermo is kind of like the father of this franchise, and this whole franchise is his child. But it's nice to see a modern-day monster movies, and movies like Cloverfield and Pacific Rim are to thank for that. Um... Hexor, is there any last notes about Pacific Rim you'd like to say? No. Okay. Well. Uh, I think I'm done too. I don't... I feel like we've covered everything pretty well. We've discussed all the movies, the anime, and we kind of discussed what we could do for the future. Um, so, thank you guys for listening. Uh, if you want to uh, ask us a few questions, uh, of course, you can comment down below if you're listening to us on YouTube. Uh, if you haven't already, hit the subscribe button, like the uh, episodes, and ring the bell so you'll be notified whenever one of our episodes is released. Uh, if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, you can comment down below, like I said, or you can tweet us at KaijuConverse, that's K-A-I-J-U underscore C-O-N-V-E-R-S, or you can email us at KaijuConversation at gmail.com. Uh, any of those will work, and we'll get back to you as soon as we can. Uh, we also have a store now, so... Uh, I have, I think I've forgotten the past few episodes to say that, but yes, we have a store. So, uh, if you're interested in getting some merchandise, uh, link will be in the description below. If not, you may want to hop over to our YouTube channel and check out our about page, which will have it as well. Um, I think I've covered everything, uh, email, Twitter, Facebook, we don't have Facebook. Uh, yeah. Those are all the places you can find us. Uh, if you're listening to us on iTunes or any kind of platform where you can rate us, please rate us. That will boost our ratings and get people to see that we may actually be a good podcast. <laughs> um, no, we aren't. Yeah, exactly. 
Uh, I'm ET13 Productions. You can find me on YouTube as ET13 Productions. Haxor, where can we find you at? You can find me on the YouTube channel of ET. I mean Haxorzilla, <laughs> and uh, you can find me at the Twitter of Haxorzilla one or one twenty nine. Awesome. Oh, I did forget to say. And if you have Discord and you would like to chat to both of us personally and have fun on our server, uh, join our Discord server. There will be a link in the description. Uh, if you look up Kaiju Conversation, uh, that's one of the things that pulls up. So, we'd love to have you. We'd love to have more and more people on our Discord server. It's a lot of fun. And, uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, maybe if you want to, tweet us or comment down below or something. What's your favorite thing about the Pacific Rim universe? If you're just listening, uh, you can head out now because we're basically done here. But, uh, thank you guys again so much for listening. This has been a lot of fun. And we're happy to be back. And this has been your Kaiju Conversation for the week. Where we talk big every week.